turn off the cruise control. It's time to press forward. Hello, Overcomers, and welcome to a Divine Healing Journey podcast with Tina Hightower Garrett and Wanda Mitchell Parenti. Welcome to episode number seven, Mask On, Mask Off. And boy, did we have a treat for you today. So buckle up and let's get ready to ride. Our devotional for today is Don't Lose Your Peace. John 16, 33. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. It is so important not to allow anything or anyone rob us of our peace. Unlike being robbed by a person, we have the choice not to let the enemy rob us of our peace. Taking this stand will have a major impact on experiencing the joy of the Lord. God intended for us to have peace that surpasses all understanding. It's the peace we experience even when chaos is present. What can rob us of our peace? Is it losing sleep over something we can't control instead of resting in Jesus? Being disappointed about something that didn't work out the way that we expected. Watching the news. Listening to the CDC. Wear a mask today. Don't wear a mask tomorrow. If we take our burdens to the Lord and leave them there, we will be at peace. God's offer of peace is real and is not based on our feelings. I'm not saying it's always easy. However... If we make an effort and lean on our God, he will calm our storm and give us peace. God's peace is permanent and secure. When circumstances are free of conflict, we enjoy momentary peace. But when we face difficult relationships or health problems and financial crisis, the momentary quiet is disrupted and chaos rules the day. Our God offers peace in the midst of chaos. His presence doesn't change with the circumstances. It is secure in spite of circumstances. When you are tempted to think about your challenges, remember how God's desire for us is to be at peace. Though the mountains be shaken and the hills will be removed, yet my unfailing love for you will not be shaken nor my covenant of peace be removed, says the Lord, who has compassion on you, Isaiah 54 and 10. Lacking human companionship, Paul found peace in divine fellowship. An anonymous person once said, Peace is not the absence of conflict, but the presence of God, no matter what the conflict. Thank you for that, Wanda. Thank you. We can all use more peace. That's for sure. But today, we are riding with our guest and dear friend, Regina Leachman, who is known to many of us as Gina. Gina has an interesting leadership background that covers women's ministry, retreats, coaching, 
mentoring, and building up women to step up and reach their full potential. Grace Living Ministry was created solely for this purpose. Gina is a certified leadership trainer who reaches people around the globe. And most importantly, I think being a mom, this was the most important one. She is the proud mother of two children and four grandchildren. What impresses me the most about Gina is her love for her family and friends. She's the person who will cook a full meal and have a household of people there sitting at this elaborately decorated table while she's cleaning up while you're eating while you're eating so that she can just sit down and enjoy your company. That's Gina Leachman. Okay, let's push the pedal and start writing. Gina, Wanda and I are gonna take you on a journey by starting off asking you, how in the midst of COVID, mass shootings, wars, oh my goodness, rising gas prices and pure chaos, do you maintain your peace? We're honking the horn, let's ride. All right, I'm ready. I am ready to go. Hey, listen, thanks a lot, uh, Tina and Wanda for inviting me today. And I appreciate it. And Tina, thank you so much for those, that, uh, those glowing words. I, I kind of appreciate that. I always enjoy having people over. I love cooking for people. And uh, most importantly, I love packing everything up and sending it out the door uh, so I don't have leftovers in the house and I'm, <laughs> and I'm yummy down on all the food. You know, you've asked a lot of loaded questions. There's a lot going on right now. Um, this past week, you know, we had that um, incident over in, in uh, Buffalo, New York. And so, you know, just before we, I, could, I dive into your questions, I want to take a moment to just acknowledge the victims and the families that's gone through so much tragedy last week. Yes. Um, you know, our prayers are with them. I just pray for strength and comfort as they get through this particular time. And, and for the state, not only the state of New York, but also for our country and the world. Uh, everybody's going through, every, at this particular time, everybody is going through something. That's right. uh, I think there's some life tragedy that has fallen upon everybody at some point. And if anyone who says, I've not experienced anything yet, I beg to differ. Or I can mm -hmm. say, keep living because something's gonna mm -hmm. come your way at some particular point. But what happens is how we maintain that peace when it comes our way. I like what you said in the beginning that people, people often think of peace as the absence of trouble. Um, and that's really not what it is. Uh, peace actually really means to rest, to be quiet and to be still in your heart. That's really what peace is all about. And, um, and so for me, um, I, I find peace in, uh, in my relationship, uh, my relationship with the Lord, you know, one of the things that the Lord said is that uh, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I don't give it to you as the world gives. So meaning what he's actually saying to us is that when he left us, he's given us, he's given us a gift. And if somebody gives me a gift, I'm opening it. I'm not going right. to put it on the shelf and say, I'm going to check it out a little <laughs> bit later. I'm going <laughs> to unwrap that gift and find out what's inside just for me. So for me, uh, digging in deep and trying to help trying to figure out where my peace is first comes from scripture. That's powerful. That is tough. That is really, really, really powerful. And, and I, I uh, agree with you in, in terms of just going really, maybe you said it differently, but it's going to that quiet place within, 
and definitely to be mindful for so many people that are wrestling with things. And it takes me back to um, this episode title, which is Mask On, Mask Off. Yes, we did mention that in um, the devotional, but we were speaking of a literal mask, right? A mask that you put on, a mask that you take off, mask to protect ourselves and what have you. But there's a different mask, right? And it's a mask that we hide behind all of us, particularly those people who weren't able to go back to work or on Zoom. So there's that mask. Um, How do you view that too? You know, when, you know, that mask that we put on and you know what I'm talking about, that mask, that's that, that physical mask, that, that uh, spiritual mask or whatever type of mask it is. You know, you know, before, well, before COVID started, truth be told, we were always wearing a mask. I mean, this COVID thing may be new, (laughs) though we have a mask on and we're wearing it. But, you know, truth be told, we're always wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. You know, we always want to project a certain image and we hide behind our pearly whites. Uh, We hide behind our our nice outfits, our nice cars, our homes, our degrees. You know, all, you know, all my kids are doing this. We hide behind all this stuff, right? But at the end of the day, when we start taking off the mask, literally then that's when we find out who we really are and so i I think right now we say covid covid um yeah we have the mask but the mask has always been there and the reason why the mask is always there is because either one we always want to um uh uh be equal to comparable or more than the person next to us (laughs) we Mm -hmm. feel like we're going to miss out on something if sally has a little bit more than me we want everyone to think that our relationships at home are great you know i have two kids you know they're doing fine I'm, I'm, i'm tickle pink with their their lifestyles and they're married and all of this you know but some people are having problems with their children, but we hide behind that. And so then when we talk about our kids, we're only talking about them in the perfect state that they're in. So when, when, when you know, we're all hiding behind something, but I think once we start, once we looked, look within ourselves um, introspectively and figure out, you know, if I really want the peace, then I really do need to take down the mask. And when I take it down, that means I may possibly need to be just a little bit vulnerable and nobody wants to be vulnerable because everybody wants to appear that we're strong, but we're not that's, always that's strong. I, t- I totally agree with that, Gina. As you were talking, I was just thinking, well, you're right. We always, people are always wearing a mask and the mask looks it it looks like so many different things it looks like our children it looks like our job it looks like our degrees and and so on and so forth which also then says to me that most of us don't have the peace of god because the peace of god is permanent and secure and if we're wearing the mask then we are hiding behind our insecurity there is no security there. So we, we don't have the peace of, we just don't have the peace of God, right? Mm-hmm. I would ask for some of our listeners who, let's just say they, you know, they don't know how to, to obtain that peace of God. Maybe they are not walking with God. Maybe they don't know God. How would you help us to find practical ways to obtain 
peace daily. Well, you know, I think this applies to people that walk with the Lord and those who don't know him. (laughs) Because the ones that walk are not always the ones that are in peace. So I think practical implies to everybody. And for me, um, when when I start looking at that, um, what are some of the things that keeps us out of our peaceful state? Uh, They could be, um, are we holding a grudge? What's toxic to you? Um, it could be, um, are you, um, or have you not let go of, um, of hurts and pains? Um, have you not, have you, you were not released things in your heart? It could be that, are you constantly excessively blaming yourself for something that happened in your past? Everybody has a shoulda, woulda, coulda. And if I were to go back, I can think of a lot of shoulda, woulda, coulda. Oh my God, if I had done something differently. But if I stayed there mm-hmm. in that particular place um, that these thoughts from 20 or 30 years ago, I would not be where I am um, now. And I'm certainly not on the mountaintop, but I can tell you I'm not in the valley. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's for sure. And then, um, you know, how are we chasing happiness? What, I mean, what are we chasing? We need to stop chasing things. We're always chasing something. And mm-hmm. that something is always the more, the more and more. And then stop trying to impress people. So if we just start taking it, looking at some of those little nuggets um, uh, personally, then we can probably start tearing down some walls or some strongholds in our own personal lives. And then once you start pulling back those layers like an onion um, and really finding out who you really are. And you know what? Sometimes digging deep like that, that's, that puts you in the place of being most, most vulnerable. I remember a few years ago, my company hired this executive um, coach to mentor to me because they wanted to take me to a next, another level. And it was so good, but it was probably the most, um, a heartfelt, gut-wrenching experience that I ever experienced because it allowed the staff members that I had to go around and do a 360. I mean, everybody likes the accolades, but nobody wants to hear this is what you can do better. Oh, true. And, but I tell you, I walked away, that was a work experience, but they have no idea. That was a life-transforming experience for me. Because they spoke some things into my life that my friends never told me, but these people were from the outside and they shared some nuggets with me that I remember at the close of that Friday, I walked, I went home and I was emotionally drained. I was emotionally drained because I received what they had said. I could have easily walked away and said, they don't know what they're talking about. Oh, that is not me. Oh, that is not me. But something happened to the core and I remember it like it was yesterday and that started the shift. And I think as people, that's what we need to do. We need to look inwardly and, 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 and take in some of what people are saying about us or to us or sit down in your quiet, uh, quiet time and reevaluate yourself. I like that. That's powerful because what you said, um, I'm sure it hits home for a lot of people particularly when you said digging deep. It's easy to hear all the accolades, oh, you've done a great job, but when we're vulnerable, 
And we have to take a look at ourselves, our true self, which some of us run from because it is painful. But the more we dig, the deeper we go, um, the, the more truth comes out. And it kind of goes, well, not kind of, it goes to the truth will set you free. It may hurt. And this is one of my favorite lines. And you're going to feel uncomfortable. But after you get through that uncomfortable stage, it's just like running a marathon, right? When you start off, you're getting that first mile. Oh, my goodness. I'm so uncomfortable. And Gina, you know that because we ran together and you would always outrun me, you know, and be like, oh, wait for me. But but you because that uncomfortable feeling comes right. in. But once you push through, right, then the pain goes away. And that's the same thing when we dig deep. It's hard be, because you go back to when you're saying trying to impress others. We're living in a world where uh, back to the mass. Everybody has these masks on. That's part of impressing. But when you really take that mask off, when you go home um, and, and you really dig deep and, and, and see who you are as a person, I think that's the big thing, right? Is that we should look at God created us all in such a beautiful way. And we all have so much to offer. And so when we stop going back to what you're saying, comparing ourselves to others, I think we feel better. In other words, feel comfortable in our own skin. Yeah, that's, I agree with the both of you actually. Um, uh, Gina, you were talking about people just basically not dealing with themselves. Mm -hmm. um, they blame other people. Mm -hmm. um, they hold on to, to, to things from everyone else. And, but not only that, they also haven't dealt with the blame, their own internal blame, their, mm -hmm. or their guilt. Um, and so they haven't for taking ownership oftentimes or responsibility for the things that they themselves have done. Um, and then they haven't forgiven themselves also for the things that they've done. So we see people walking around with all these masks. Mm -hmm. And uh, I would say whether we can see the mask or we can't. Like now we in, we're in COVID and so we can see masks on people, but there's with the masks that we're really talking about are, are the masks that we can't see. So whether we can see them or not see them, they don't cover up what's on the inside of us. And that's where the lack of peace I'm seeing is, is, is coming from not dealing with us, not dealing oh. with ourself mm -hmm. kills any chance of peace. And so that's how we can easily slip into these masks. Um, it's just so like, a, it's, it's like, a, it's like a drug addict or a, or a shop, someone who likes a shop or someone who cleans up all the time. And first you, until you first identify, I'm, a, I'm one of those people, OCD, I like to clean. Both right? of you are. So, so I have to throw that in there, right? <laughs> I'm always cleaning. And so um, you have to first acknowledge that there's an issue before you can deal with the issue. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, and then after you acknowledge it, the thing with peace too, after we acknowledge things that are less than delightful, we have to deal with it and then we have to leave it alone. So that means I'm not gonna keep picking it up every single day. It's like, I've acknowledged this, I'm gonna move forward, whether it's, you know, whether it's counseling, self-care, what, whatever it is mm -hmm. um, for me, uh, when I pick up something, then uh, because of my relationship with the Lord, I don't carry it. 
and I, I pick it up and then you know what? I'm going to give it back to him because mm-hmm. he is carrying that for me. So when I say that, that means I'm not going to go back and pick it up every single day over and over and over again. Because every time I pick that thing up every again, over and over again, I'm not trusting him. But when I pick it up and tell him what the issue is and say, Lord, I want you to take it and leave it and walk away. Then I, I, at that point, me, I, I'm free. I can move on to something else. You know, the scripture says, whatever things are lovely, whatever things, I, I have to pull it up, that are noble, whatever thing is mm-hmm. right. He wants us to think on these things. I don't even care if that just means you go outside and sit on your patio and listen to a bird chirp for a minute. That means getting in the car and parking on the lawn uh, outside of a beach and listening or sitting in a park bench and watching people walk. You have to think on things that are going to give you peace and joy because yeah. the negative things is not going to change. That's good. They're not going to change in the, in the next minute. That's right. You know, so think about the things that are bringing you peace and the joy and then take them to, if you don't have a relationship with the Lord, I encourage you, if you try penicillin and it didn't work, if you try running around and it didn't work, <laughs> I bet my left foot and last dollar that if you try the Lord, he will not disappoint you. Now, you know, there's always an old saying, he may not come at that particular moment, but that's okay. He's always there. And what happens while, and while we're in our waiting period, we're constantly being purged. We're constantly um, finding more about who we are and becoming more in tune with who he is. I love that. I love that. And you know what, just to add to that, that is so good. Um, Just one bit, because I'm going to go back to what you were saying about grudges being toxic, forgiveness for just ourselves and for others in order to get that peace. And we all know this, right? I'm going to direct it right there to you listeners. If there's something that you are upset about, say someone, you're now 70 years old and someone um, took your doll when you were five and you're still holding on to that grudge, (laughs) let it go. You know, anything like that, because that's toxic. And it's amazing how long someone can hold on to things. It may sound silly, but it's true. It's something so small. But that is also something that robs us of our joy and our peace. Because how are you going to feel peace when you have this toxic? It goes back to what you said, grudges are toxic. So it's a little hard to have peace and a grudge. The two just kind of can't come together. So that's one thing. Just look at that and stop blaming ourselves. That's why we serve a God who is, he's there. I mean, he, you take it to him, he's going to forgive you. You, yeah. you know, we, we, we just don't forgive ourselves. Just he's yeah. waiting to bring it to me. I'm, you know, that's it. It was a doll. Come on. You, you, you know, and, and what's big to us is, is not that big to him. And so just get rid of those things that are clogging the pipes hmm. of your soul. And like Gina was saying, you know, our God is so good and he's Mm -hmm. so faithful. If you ask him for Mm -hmm. peace, he will gladly give you you the peace. And with that said, um, you know, once you make that choice that that's what you want, because it goes back to making that choice. That's if you want the peace and you ask him for it, he will give it to you. That may mean that he's going to take you through the process. And it may mean that he will have you deal with you and your stuff. Yeah. So that you so that you will have to remove the mask. Um, and you may have to 
be willing to be a little bit uncomfortable for a while because I think that's why we wear the mask because we don't want to be uncomfortable. So if you have made that decision to have peace and you ask him for it, he will give it to you. Just be willing to be possibly a little bit uncomfortable as you go through the process of dealing with you and letting go of your stuff. So that you I remember uh, years ago, I, was, I took my son, we were in the friend and I, we were going to Yosemite uh, for the weekend and he complained the entire way. Oh my gosh, he hated the trip. Oh, <laughs> this is a journey. That's all I heard him say. This is a journey. This is a journey. <laughs> and when we go through the process, we're going through the journey. And a journey is not always easy. You know, sometimes there's a lot of curves. There was a lot of curves going to Yosemite. And then we had to find somewhere to park when we got there. And then we had to pay the fee. And then we had to worry about the bears eating the food. Oh, it was a journey, right? <laughs> but there was one point in that entire trip. We were so high um, in the elevations. We parked the car. We set this little hibachi grill out in the stream of water with our lawn chairs and all around us, there was snow, uh, snow covering the mountain peaks. It was a journey to get there, but the beauty we experienced and the peace once we got there was well worth waiting for. So, go. you know, as the listeners are going through the journey or even us uh, on the call or today we're going through a journey, just remember the peace, um, and the things that we see along the way will it get eventually get us to our destination and then we can look oh we always look back and tell a story oh my god that was the worst <laughs> don't thing. we we sure do right but we always have a story and at the, at the end it's all you've got, always gotten something out of it that's kind that's of right. fun right yeah exactly. yeah it's a journey exactly. it's almost like hey have you and, and this sounds sounds a little silly but it's like getting lost you're lost, but along the way, oh, I never know. I didn't know that that store was there. I didn't know that that fashion place was there, that shoe store or whatever <laughs> along the way. So it is, it, it, even though you're fussing and screaming, it, the journey uh, about the journey and the back to what we all are saying, and I love it in sync, being uncomfortable and going through the process, it's worth it in the end. Yep. You know what? Those labor pains is, is worth that big old <laughs> nine pound baby. I love it. Exactly. Exactly. That's a journey. It really, really is. It, it and you know, we like we don't want to pay the cost for it, we, the price for it, right? But um, it's well worth it. And you know, yeah, I'm gonna so ask maybe, you because, maybe Tina, maybe what the listeners can do uh, this week is spend some time and just this, in their own quiet time, uh -huh. just jotting down some ways that they think that they can find their their own inner peace. I like that. I, I like that a lot. And, and that is perfect. And I'm just, cause we don't have a, we don't, we don't have a whole lot of time left, but I just have to ask you this question because it just comes from the heart of you and it says who you are, but why are you so passionate about women's ministry or people? Why are you so passionate about it? Well, you know, I think that I like to pour into people because people poured into me. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think that um, if someone gives you something that um, enlightens you, I think it's our responsibility 
just to, just to really pass it on. Um, I think that um, sometimes we don't even know, and the people that poured into me, some, some of them don't even know uh, that some of the stories. And, and I think sometimes we pour into people in a way that we are encouraging them. They don't know. Uh, they're going on to the next level. We don't know because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, they got something out of it. Mm -hmm. So I think if we have something um, that someone has shared or we've been blessed with, I think we're obligated. Uh, I think it's everyone's obligation. You know, we, don't, we, we shouldn't hold anything uh, to ourselves. I think we're obligated to go and share what others have shown to us. It's kind of like, you know, we're constantly planning and somebody else is watering in it and and then everybody goes somewhere. out and makes so we can all make this world a better place. I love that. I love beautiful, that. Beautiful, beautiful. And, and go ahead, go ahead, one. Gina, one last question. You have four grandchildren. Kendall, Lene, Zoe, and Elijah. So, and how old are they? So Elijah is 19. Lene oh, wow. is 16. Kendall is eight and i better get that right you sure better. and zoe is five and they're my heart well ladies before we get ready to go today i'd like to take this time to thank our sponsor kissed by malu love is in the hair products say goodbye to your dry brittle hair kissed by malu offers quality hair products with simple ingredients made with love Add life to your hair with aloe that soothes the scalp, herbs that promote growth and stimulates follicles, avocado and coconut that softens and seals moisture. This handcrafted vegan hair product is made with all crowns in mind. Visit kissbymalu.com on Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok today. And before we leave too, I, you know, because we, I, I feel like there's so many people that could probably like, well, golly, you know, I got a lot of tidbits and received a lot of wisdom from Gina, but is there a website that our listeners can go to, to find out uh, when you're having your next retreat, or if someone is interested in booking you for a leadership seminar, uh, is there a website or, or some kind of well, way that so they can get in touch with you? My website is gracelivingministry.com. And so we're in the process now. Can you say it one more time? Say it one more time. Gracelivingministry.com. Okay. And that's the website. We're also in the process of planning our next uh, retreat. So we had to find another location because we've kind of like outgrown our previous locations. And so we're trying to find that and right now. It's been a little bit of a pickle because of people are backed up because of COVID and, and, and booking arrangements. So we're a little bit behind on that. And then also, if you want to just email me, uh, you can reach me at rleachmanministry at gmail.com. Awesome. Awesome. And we definitely know about the retreats. Wanda and I, um, uh, we attended that last retreat and I'm going to tell you, we had a blast it was just in the nature That's setting good. it was beautiful 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 i can definitely say that the peace of god was upon us all that weekend yes. and that is a weekend that i won't forget and so thank mm -hmm. you thank you for thank you for all coming. that you do with your ministry and in the lives of so many women gina you are truly amazing yes, and um and I'd like to just close this out in a prayer that comes from our divine healing uh, journey book, Let Jesus Be Your Guide. And you all listeners can find it on Amazon. The devotionals that we read, you can find them there. 
And the prayer is, I will not let anything or anyone rob me of my peace. Lord, strengthen my relationship with you so that my mind only focuses on your truth. Erase all the lies in my mind. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Destination Destiny. Destiny. Destiny.